This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer? Richard? <laughs> Hi, how are you? I am fabulous. I've had a, it's been a very fun week. Oh, that's fantastic. I know last week was a little problematic and I'm so, we're so glad to hear that this week's not. The last week was a little rough with content, I like to say. Isn't that a nice so, way to put it? <laughs> right? I like and that. this week, yesterday, um, I haven't had my pictures done in six years. And okay. so, and my photographer is just outstanding, Michael Rob. Outstanding. And I saw him yesterday. That's why we got to talk on the way home. So good. It was so much fun for me to have him done. But I, it's interesting, though. The reason I'm mentioning this is because it's funny how everything that, like, I know it was six years ago because it was the year my dad passed. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So everything's like before or after or whatever. And um, I don't know. It was um, it was a lot different for sure this time around because it, it got a little bit lighter. But boy, did I miss him. Do you know what I mean? It was just different. That's sweet. You know, right. I mean, and, you know, we do. We have a tendency to think of our lives in reference to people passing away. Uh, how many years this has been? Um, and then what happens when you get to be my age, you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, that person passed away 30 years ago. Um, right. But but it doesn't feel that way because time works a little differently in your memory, as we know, but also on the flip side where uh, yeah. we've heard this frequently. You know, we asked somebody I was Prince. We asked him the difference between the time we were talking to him that day. And the last conversation we had with him, which was two months prior, we asked him what it felt like between those two conversations. And he said, like a comma. Wow. Like a comma. So a brief pause in a sentence. So, so it is, you know, and people did, uh, you know, they talk about running into loved ones and dreams and then it's confusing why, the loved one is exactly the way they were, you know, the last time they saw them. And it's because on the flip right. side, they just, they're not, they don't have it. the, you know, the earth time zone to deal with. So no, no. speaking no. of the earth time zone, I know we don't have a lot of time today, but let's yeah. ask our friend Luana, who is our moderator on the flip side. If she, Luana okay. Anders. She showed me the same thing, but because I said in my class, I always apologize in my class. I'm running late. Please be patient. And the person that came through was, again, Amelia Earhart. She did it then. And then I just asked the question. um, I know that you and I had a chance to speak yesterday. And I felt her coming through as well, I believe. I don't even remember. Yeah, Um, that's right. Jennifer's driving in her car. We had a chat. I was driving in my car, you know, going opposite ways. So for people tuning in for the last time or the first time jennifer and i met uh eight years ago and we had a conversation with amelia Earhart. and i had only told jennifer that i wanted to talk to somebody who was a missing person and uh amelia came through and jennifer said more things about her that i had researched over 30 years than any human being i'd ever talked to so many details and so when she shows up it's not and a ca- you never said you never said we're going to talk to Amelia Hart. You just showed up, but just so people know. Yeah. 
Very no, skeptical. it's true. And I, I, and I did it that way because I was, of course, skeptical right. that we could. But when it got to the point where Amelia talked about things that only Amelia Earhart could have known, that I was aware of, that sort of took my breath away, as well as other things we've talked about. So in reference to our last conversation, which was last week, at the very end of our podcast, she talked a little bit about me pursuing this story about her um right. you know about what happened to her basically and i have been over the past 30 years but as i pointed out to jennifer yesterday that morning yesterday morning i got an email from an old friend who i went to saipan with and together we had sort of you know gone through the places where they said that she was held and quite a few other details uh but as i said to jennifer this fella bless his heart is more focused on the spying aspect of her journey right. i'm more interested in her story which has not been told uh who she was so amelia what would you like to talk about she was showing like a little pop-up like she's popping up everywhere right now that's what it feels like like a, you know those things that are like i don't know how to explain it but that's the way that i'm interpreting it um give me a second that everybody would like to have their own story, but you really know the heart, the, the crux of my story, my heartbreaking story, she's saying. Sweet. Of love, of being loved, of not having boundaries in a very, you know, at that time, you know, she's telling me how women were always put in a certain box. Um, and how she disappeared. That's interesting. The the uh, scope of her story is so amazing. And it really yeah. does have a lot to do with what people talk about now, which is self-identity. Who are you? As well as who do you want to be in public? And in her life, her life was littered with secrets. She had to hold on to some. Yeah, she said she, you know, she would have been killed. Well, there was also right. before that she got to a point where she was caught spying on behalf of the United States government. She had secrets about her father going to prison for being an alcoholic and abusive. She had secrets about being in love with women and, and having having a long standing relationship with a woman who who her husband was aware of and his ex-wife caught the three of them together in bed and because I heard that from a researcher who impeccable researcher who said you know she told me this and I said why didn't you put it in your book and he said eh, because I I thought she was just upset over the fact that he married Amelia and not her which of course is a male point of view but from what Amelia's <laughs> told us is that she had secrets her entire life they've never been told no one's right. honored her in that way and just what you're saying, it's so true. It's about heartache and about your heart and who are you? And here she is, one of the most famous peoples on the, people on the planet, 35,000 bridges and airports named after her. Um, yeah. And we don't honor her for who she was. We honor her for the exactly myth. At the museum, the museum. But yeah, she's, she's saying that it's, um, hold on, how many people are still not able to choose who they are or how they want to be. They're still holding on to 
what other people think of them or what they should be doing. And it's funny because, you know, if I may, like the, um, she mentioned Jesus a couple of times already and how it's everybody's interpretation again on how he should be interpreted versus how he is or the love or what, um, or what, you know, she represent. Okay. Thank you. Like she wanted to be representative, wanted to be represented as freedom, even though she was locked in a cage. She's, she's showing me, you know, and Jesus, even, oh, wow, that's brilliant. Jesus wanted to be, you know, remembered as love and he's been put in prison for, you know, he's been used for hate crimes or for against other people. It's kind of nutty the way that she's showing me this. Well, it's, that I'm, it's fascinating. It's a wonderful metaphor. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're talking about two people, one whom many people consider to be a myth, <laughs> which is the Jesus one, and other this other person who also people consider to be mythological because they don't really know her story other than she got lost. And so she's saying that's not who she is. But go ahead. You're smiling. I'm just laughing because Prince showed up and I'm like, so what did you want to be represented for? And he goes, fun. <laughs> fun. Well, I think he kind Bottom of embodied that. After, you know, but each one of them paved the way to give people the right to be who they are in some capacity, whether you're a musician or a comedian or a medium or, you know, a researcher or an author or loving the same you know, loving the same kind, everyone. It's so ridiculous that, oh, there she's showing me something that's so interesting. Um, it's so ridiculous that we still make everything separate. You know, when our souls are really, if we all are members of God or source or however people want to categorize it, don't get, don't get in the mode. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, it's made up of love. And she showed me yesterday. So yesterday when I was doing this photo shoot, I, shoot, I had this, this dress from Santa, the brand Santa, which is kind of funny. Um, and it had sparkles everywhere. And so when they were doing pictures, they had this board and all the sparkles went to this board. And like, it was just fascinating to me. I couldn't, it's like shiny ball. There's a point to this. Don't. <laughs> and so I was looking and it was all these little lights. I'm like, that's everything. They were pink and they were pink and blue. And, and depending upon the reflection, like a rainbow of lights, like just going all over. I'm like, it was so fast. I'm like, that's the afterlife. It all makes up of one, but it was, that's the afterlife. All these shiny little lights that were these little, you know, bouncing off the crystals. But it was just so fascinating to me. And she was showing that in my mind. She's like, that's who we are. That's our auras. That's who we are by nature. Um, and people want to nitpick and throw these lights away. Like you're too bright or you're too dark or you're too, like when we're all the same, we're just at different times. We did have different ways of showing it. Wow. Right? That's very powerful. And, and it, you know, it is reflected in everything we've talked about and heard. And you've said that many times, or, or we've talked to somebody on the flip side and we ask them, like, what's it like over there? And they go, can you imagine a Christmas tree and all of the different various lights on there? That's each one of those is an individual and they're all interconnected, like consciousness, all connected. You're smiling. Go ahead. What does she want to say? It's like I'm keeping something from you. Yes, no. you are. You have I a sneaky smile on your face. Okay, go ahead. Oh, absolutely, Luana. I'm like, Luana. Um, 
Hold on. And Luana, by the way, is our fan on the a friend on the flip side, moderates our group over there. Wow. Luana said, everyone needs to understand that we are, hold on, say it one more time. We all are no different from one another. The only thing that differentiates us is to be closer to who we are, which then connects us. So the, the thing that differentiates us is actually the thing that brings us closer to one another and to who we really are authentically. Authentically. And Lou, uh, talk a little bit about this because as an actor, you put on the costumes and played roles of different individuals. Is that kind of the way it happens on the planet where we put on costumes and play roles of different individuals? The planet, the afterlife, our dream state, our forever. Yes. Everything <laughs> is, if you think about it, if we're all actors, but we have an underlying current of who we, of our consciousness or our stream or spirit, that literally connects everybody without those costumes, doesn't that mean that we're all together or we're all one? Lou, let me ask you a question about a dream that I had last night. I had a dream where I was with my father and we were emptying out a house, but it wasn't the house that I grew up in. It was another house. And, and I was, but I had the emotion of leaving the house that I grew up in. And at some point I said, well, whose house is this? And he said, well, I designed this as well. He's an architect. And so the idea that he could design another house and then we would still. So in your, you mentioned Lou, that in our dreams, we're actors. We play the roles of actors. Absolutely. Was I playing the role of somebody in that somebody else's dream or were they playing the roles in my dream or is it just all the same thing? It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing where we pick our parts in each play. So whether it's a dream state or whether it's here, I'm like, is there any difference? And she goes, yes. So hold on a second. Ah, the difference is you're awake in the dream state and you're asleep in the reality you live in. <laughs> okay. Now we've got to the crux of the matter. So that's a little bit like the Aboriginal idea of dream time. And then she just showed me um, the matrix, you know? Right, that's our visual, that's how we create that reality without the pejorative, without the negative aspect of it. Right. Well, I guess on some level, some people do have that, you know, people are suffering of an earthquake or, or some disaster they're suffering through that form of the matrix of what that is but what I she's asked her, I'm like do you have earthquakes in the dream and she goes no but you can act upon it or you know visualize it or um have it be in your dream but it's not a real earthquake it's your subconscious you know manifesting that or it's your subconscious that's going through the earthquake whatever it is that you need to work out or shake out as she's laughing 
<laughs> but I don't mean, wait, wait, I, and please know I am not saying like, I know that people were injured in the earthquake. Like I've seen videos. I'm, I'm not sure. I think 20,000 people have I'm lost not, their lives. I'm not well, well, let's ask, let's oh, ask Luana to talk yeah. about that a little bit. Here you have 20,000 people who lost their lives in one day, one event. How does that work? Are are they are the twenty thousand? Were they aware of it before they signed up for their lifetime, or was it just something? Yeah, they were, and she's saying that um, there was, you know, twenty million angels waiting for them. So a little bit like actors going off stage who were in a play that was quite difficult. And but they understood why they were in that play at that time and that place because they're going to be in many plays. It's not like they have many lives that are happening simultaneously. Okay, even... well that's interesting. Lou, does that are you living other lifetimes simultaneously at this very moment? I'm living in your lifetime right now. <laughs> Anybody in my family, or is it me? No, it's not me because you were you and I was me. Um. Right, no, well, we, she's talking about our timeline here. She's, oh, I see. She's talking about our interacting. I see what you're saying because you're influencing other people. Um, I know that I asked you, Luana, a long time ago about whether you had some part of your conscious energy was back on the planet. And let me ask you again, is that still the case or on another planet somewhere else? She laughed. She was like, in your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no hold wonder. On. Hold on. Yeah, right there. You can see Jennifer. Look, here's where Luana like marked me oh yesterday. Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's what she was laughing. There was a story to it. Oh, better watch out for cat fever. Hold on. That's why we're here. For the audience listening in, I just showed a couple of long scars. Right. And when I get quite this, me looking into things, um, and she's mentioning that she has a couple of lives playing out right now in this reality. All right. I'm on the planet Earth or off? On the planet Earth in different timelines. Yeah, different timelines and different time frame. Okay, that's cool. I won't go into that detail because it's too mind bending for yeah, us. But, but and it, that's another thing we can't prove. Go ahead, say again. It's another thing that we can't prove. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Uh, you know, um, it's not so much that we in terms of the linear timeline. It could it could be related to I don't know. It could be related to uh, you know people's higher selves and what they're focused on. I don't know something for us to get into it at another time so luana in terms of your guest list is there anybody else that uh, or anybody that you want to bring forward i mean does amelia still have something she wants to say yeah she just came back see okay. why don't you just talk to her <laughs> well i am but i love hearing her talk through you it's much more interesting all right hold on She's saying the same thing. Don't give up on telling her story. Now, are you talking to me personally, uh, Amelia? Or are you just talking about people who are tuning in, listening in? Because there's, I'm sure there's other people besides me trying to tell your story. She tapped your forehead and you, then you pointed at me. <laughs> okay. Uh, you. 
All right. Now let me ask you because you look, you have the most accurate, accurate um, version of me. Version of me. You get. You have my essence. You understand my essence. So let me ask you this because why not? I can ask you because I have Jennifer. Not, and then she's saying, "Don't you think we charted this together?" <laughs> it's entirely possible, ma'am. But let me just ask you this. In the world I live in, you know, I write things, I try to make movies, I sometimes make movies, I make documentaries, I do all kinds of stuff because that's nobody wants me to do what I want to do, so I just keep working. So my question for you, Amelia, is what do you recommend as the vehicle for this story of your life? Is it a book? Is it a miniseries? All is of it, that. Hold on. <laughs> that's a lot. I know, but then don't, they won't limit yourself. Like, don't limit yourself. She's, thank you. She's showing me, like, I, I call myself an intuitive. Yeah. But I have to do medical intuitive work, investigations, you know, yada, 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 whatever it means. It, it, it allows me not to be cornered in a box. So if she says, if she says it's just going to be a mini series, and you're going to be left out of all this other stuff that she's talking about. So it's all those things. Okay. All right. So focus in on the story getting out, however the medium, no pun intended, mm -hmm. uh, chosen like the the way the universe can respond for you. Wow. All right. I guess that means a lot of, I got a lot of work cut out for me. <laughs> As opposed to. Yeah, what I'm doing now. All right. Well, that's very good, Amelia. And listen, but aside from me, what about the audience? There's people tuning in who are like you, people who. They talk to me. She goes, you know, there's people that have posters of her that 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 idolize her, that have the ideology of her, a certain way of this, you know, fierce person. But she goes, I was a little kid inside breaking every day because I still couldn't be who I wanted. She goes, flying wasn't enough to get out of there. She goes, I felt the most at home when I was flying. And she's also saying people to talk to her directly. Is that right? Is that what you said? Yes, talk to her directly. Talk to talk to the people who you connect with the most, but don't as you okay, thank you. As you say, don't judge it. Think about all the people I would have missed out on with our podcast if I would have sat there in my head. <laughs> well, we kind of, we have a tendency to just say, you know, let's not judge it. Let's just see what that means. So when she says talk to me directly it's not that you have to walk around with a photograph in front of you talking to somebody who's not here unless it helps unless it helps. unless it helps but it's the idea of opening yourself up to the possibility that they exist and right. then to say I, I i'm not going to be able to hear your voice because sound waves are too hard to create however if you can help me with this particular thing i'd really appreciate it a b c d f g and maybe out of all those letters something a song comes on the radio that really speaks to you, speaks to your heart, or somebody comes forward and says, you know, I really wish you would paint that painting you said you were going to paint for me. That might be the answer that this person on the flip side is trying to give you. Is that correct? Something like that? Jennifer tapped her nose, which is Luana's way of saying, you got it, baby. <laughs> um, and hold on.
And she's mentioning Jesus. She says, Jesus wants everyone to live up to their potential, whatever that may be. It could mean that you, you're really a beggar on the streets. All right. Well, Amelia, you brought him up. Obviously, he wants to say something. So let's turn our attention to that fella, the Alpha and Omega. Do you want to stop by and say something? He says that he left her in messes because he's way too busy. That's what people want to think all the time. So, um, <laughs> so is she speaking correctly on your behalf, sir? Is that what you want to tell people? Yeah. Hold on. And Luana, the whole class. Give me a second. And they're showing me, like, if... If, you know, we're all one, right? If we're all one, we get the messages. We can get the messages from from everybody to, you know, as a yeah. As yeah, yeah. field of consciousness or energy. And he, she's saying, or they're saying, um, Jesus isn't going to keep anyone out of heaven for people that are being persecuted for what they have, they don't have, what they want, what they don't want. It's about who you are, your heart. It's about love. It's about compassion. It's about humanity, being human. Okay. Well, in, in a particular, his case, because we have had conversations with him before, We've asked him about this concept that all religions point to the same garden. So, and he's the one who said that. So your point, sir, is not that heaven is a place that you can keep people out of. Not judgment. There's no judgment. No judgment. And so, it, but what you're trying to say is that you- Stop judging others and stop judging yourself. And you love people unconditionally, without conditions. Is that correct? Always. There's never been a condition. That was put on me. Okay, People very good. On me to make themselves hold, you know, which for them, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. It's a hard thing to keep up with, but there is no Jesus. Okay, thank you. Someone's not going to go out and kill someone because they think, well, Jesus is going to love me anyway. It has nothing to do with the two, and that's what people think. You know. Right. Well, they argue that. They argue that. They go, well, that if you're saying that he loves everybody, then you know why don't I go rob a bank? And and you have to think about all the people you'd harm in by your actions. And like uh, it's me on social media. A third of the people are going to like me. A third of the people are going to hate me. And a third of the people don't care who I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything, sir, that you want to mention in terms of what we're talking about here? I mean, this these people that come forward and. And be open to discussing things through your heart to us, to whoever, to whoever helps you or enlightens your soul. That could be a parent that's on the other side. Hi, Dad. That can be your animals, your pets, um, God, whatever it is that you feel you connect with. Um, but we're never going to tell you to go hurt someone. We're never going to tell you to judge someone. That's just what has been in, inflicted on you, unfortunately. And so if somebody feels that, or let's say they're having schizophrenic moment and something is telling them go harm that person or judge that person, how do they combat that? Looking within and feeling the love that they should have for themselves. 
judgment comes out of not loving a part of who you are. So that's something that you have to look at. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so love, 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 love. Are you are you are you stealing that comment from Robin Williams? I am stealing. No, I just heard it from him. But I have to go. But oh, you have to. All right. Well, listen. Thank you very much, Alpha and Omega. We appreciate you stopping by anytime. You're always welcome, Amelia. It's so much fun to hear from you again, and I love that comment. Please reach out to her, connect to her, try to find, and as well as your other your sharing a ones. rainbow flag, which I love. Say again. Sharing a rainbow flag, which I love. Everything's united. Very. Very nice. Thank you so much. Jennifer, thank you so much for your gifts. And thanks for your sparkles that you did yesterday. That was a beautiful image. We appreciate that. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you on the flip side. And love, love. Love, love. Bye. Bye. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.